Hello, my name is Ingrid Kim. I'm doing podcast called Fashion on Spot on Rifali platform. You can subscribe through your mobile phones using App Store or Play Store or just follow on website rifali.com. And today we're again meeting with a beautiful and talented um, my guest, designer Sonom Kamalia, founder and creative director Bagiche Boutique. Hi. Hi, Ingrid. Thank you very much for the very kind introduction. <laughs> yeah, and it's really a pleasure because I was waiting your our interview a long time. To listen our interview, you need to upload rifale.com and you can find podcasts. It's called Fashion on Spot. So my first question will be like, can you start about your background? Why? How? <laughs> you Perfect. came to designing and how it was happening? Absolutely. Um, so I am the founder and creative director behind Bagicho Boutique. Um, we are a fairly new company. Uh, we started in April of 2023. Wow. So it's been about seven and a half months. Um, so to be here, first of all, thank you again. Um, it's, Welcome. Karibu. This is the first interview ever for me. <laughs> so oh. this is kind of a big deal. <laughs> um, okay. But just to give you a little bit of background about myself, Um, I'm basically a fourth-generation Tanzanian Indian um, with roots in Gujarat, so I'm Gujarati. Mm-hmm. Um, my great-grandfather moved here with the East India Company to help build the railways. So he was here oh. initially and then went to Zanzibar and then ended up settling there. So his family moved with him. Wow. My grandfather was there and my father was born there in Zanzibar and then they moved to Dar es Salaam after the revolution. Okay. So we've been here for a minute. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And very interesting because I will be waiting in future movie about it because oh, it sounds like you know <laughs> it's I think my like my family story may be interesting enough to make a movie about but I don't know about myself <laughs> we're not quite there yet <laughs> yes let's talk about you firstly because I'm also very like um, Indian Indian culture and you mentioned it's Gujarat maybe you can tell more uh, like in, in terms of uh culture, how people like to wear clothing, like what is the tradition, colors, fabrics? Absolutely. Um, so from where my family is from in Gujarat, it is, um, I mean, as with anywhere else in India, you would know, it's very rich in culture, very vibrant. Um, I think regardless of where you are in the world, you will find Indians who absolutely love True. clothing and what they wear. <laughs> um, we look for any occasion to dress up. Um, and so for me, um, I think it's been, you know, my mom is very much someone who is, uh, an artist. She paints, she used to, still does wow. stitch her own clothes. Um, and I grew up kind of watching her do that wow. and was very much wanting to do the same, but I decided to go on the safe route, which is to study business administration for my degree. Okay. Um, because I thought back then, if I come back to Dar or Tanzania, um, I didn't quite know if there was a lot of potential for me over here in terms of that career. Um, so yeah, I, t- I made the safe decision to... <laughs> Yeah, sometimes you need to go like this experience to understand. Oh, okay, this is actually what is not my real yeah nature. Like I'm still yeah. remembering and like you know reflecting what I want to do at time in childhood. What was admiring me, my mother yeah. and what she painted. And of course, it's interesting to know like um, 
and then you have this creativity like uh, inside of you I think it's just one day come out like I mean you're finding it way yeah. maybe some friends or parents telling you like uh, design something for us or for me because you have a lot of I know in Indian culture like Recently, yes, we can uh, congratulate you with Diwali. Yeah, you Thank you. Can Happy you Diwali. <laughs> Happy Diwali, yeah. yeah. How was it? It was really lovely. Great time with the family and fireworks and, you know, lots of good food. But uh, again... What were you all wearing? Exactly. I, must, uh, I was just going to come to that and say that obviously the best part for me is um, the dressing up and just having a chance to celebrate your own kind of celebrations for your own culture. And so when those dates come around, you know, it's it's an opportunity to then put on the things that you've kind of stored away for the rest of the year so exactly it it's it played a big part though in kind of influencing how my brand came about as well like what the focus has been for for bagicho um what is the conception of bagicho right? exactly. and why it's called bagicho like maybe yeah it's history so bagicho means garden in my mother tongue gujarati um, I was looking for a name which represented my roots okay. and garden. It's like my uh, happy space as well. I love a lot of green, a lot of colors. Um, it's, I also wanted it to kind of represent how I'm growing into okay. this brand, my company, um, the space that we have as well. Or a shop. Um, Can you remind where is it? Because it's really, guys, I recommend you to visit where beautiful and like vibe fair i mean you really get i mean feeling of feeling comfortable cozy where where is it located you. um so it's located above woodbury cafe which oh, is okay. in masaki on haile selassie road fantastic yeah it's right above you just have to walk behind the cafe and the kitchen area and take a stair like the staircase up <laughs> Okay, yeah. it cannot be lost. Yeah, no, there's, a, there's lots of signs there. <laughs> of signs. Yes. People will just ask you, kick out from the kitchen. Yeah, you have to bagicho. Okay, it's an, a really a name. Sounds. Uh, I mean, from from my uh, perception, like similar to Italian name like bagicho, Versace, or Gucci. But but now you're telling me like it's actually on your language. Gujarat language means garden, which yes. is actually was big years of your childhood which is maybe giving you mood there or some like you know inspiration yes exactly um it's also it, i wanted it to be a name that was also easy to remember um because i i was shooting ideas back and forth with some friends trying to get some feedback and it wasn't or there weren't necessarily names that were kind of clicking um and not something they felt kind of attracted to and then this was finally a name where people, you know, it kind of rolled off the tongue. And so I was like, we're sticking to this. And it also is a good representation of me and the brand. So Okay. Yeah. And uh, when I visited your shop, I, I observed it's beautiful. Like it's more uh, beautiful, like cotton, organic fabrics. So can you tell more like when you designed in your first uh, collection, what is was about? Yes. So I actually did a very soft launch last year in November at home. I invited friends and family. Um, I just wanted to get the first feedback to see if this was even worth something to pursue. Um, because I didn't know if this was something I was going to do full time, if people would even like what I made. Um, and fortunately, it was 
a solid response, and so I went with it. Um, okay, fantastic, Hungera. And uh, you, uh, okay, and you goes for it. And uh, we met. I want to mention a very beautiful charity event. Um, I think it was in February, March. It was. I think it was June, if I'm not June, mistaken. June. Yes. Yeah. And uh, uh, my short memory. No, <laughs> don't, don't worry about it. <laughs> we get I a to lot of check as well. Get, <laughs> I need to keep a lot of data. I'm not a computer, but I'm. Um, I was thinking to recover. You're a busy lady. You <laughs> yeah, have a lot of events. <laughs> but uh, what I was impressed, yes, I was thinking, yes, really uh, something. Um, Uh, out of like I mean traditional clothing here in Tanzania but at the same time you're representing Tanzanian brand and it was your debut yeah yes I understand. so can you yes. say more about it? because I like these colors like nature like a beautiful I mean the combination with prints right thank so you. Like, um, can you say how it was done yeah so I'd always loved the fabrics but you know it's sometimes hard to wear some of the traditional Indian outfits Um, unless there's an occasion. So my thought process behind this was like, how do I incorporate these fabrics that I absolutely love into everyday wear? Um, so it kind of took off from there. And the idea now is that I'm creating pieces in every collection that I now launch that are versatile. So Fantastic. there's lots of dresses, jumpsuits, um, tops for women. There are, you know, shirts and shorts for men. And for men. Exactly. Please. There are men. I, yes, for men I, as well. I wish some men <laughs> yes. coming with bikini. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> and they were like, is it good on me color? Because even for men, you know, guys, it's like my uh, impression, like where else for women is important color and you play with colors. Yes, I do. I do. Um, and I just wanted to create something that You could wear, you know, as a casual outfit during the day, or if you dress it up with some heels and like nice accessories, whatever you like, and wear it in the evening as well. But it doesn't feel like it's over the top or it's just restricted to Indians necessarily. It's available for everybody. It's it's a great yeah because like you have international uh, clients. It also can visit. It can be some just people residents from our countries who yeah. are based here in uh, Tanzania, Dar es Salaam. So can you tell more about this work process? Like how you work with your team and uh, who are them? How yeah. they're helping you? Why is it important for designer to keep this uh, you know like collaboration with all people who are involved? Absolutely. In branding. So the the core of. Uh, Bagicho is that all the fabrics are sourced from India, but it's tailored here in Tanzania. Um, I think it's super important to like nurture the skill sets that are available here because it's really easy to just go back to India and have everything made there. But we have wonderful tailors here. And um, right now we have two full-time tailors. It is a small, small company and they're super hardworking. Um, we also have Dada Miriam, who is my store manager. She initially started as the Dada at our family home. Wow. Yeah. Fantastic. And we always knew she had so much more potential. Um, we just had to like figure out where to place her. And when I was going to open the store, I was like, who is going to help me? I need someone I can trust and rely on. And it's and not easy. <laughs> exactly. And it's been a blessing to have her. So she's... Uh, taking English classes and uh, you know working super oh, hard. So your family supported her to yes, attend it yes, to learn English. Fantastic! It's yeah, a, a kind so. of amazing. And uh, uh, for example, you mentioned this uh, uh, hand block 
printing, like is what we're doing with, uh, can you say about this process? Sure. Um, so handbook printing is, it started in a village or it was introduced mostly by a village, which is in Jaipur, it's called Bagru. And it is basically like the core of what they do, which is textile production. And then it's been taught and introduced to other, the rest of India. But what happens is that um, the on the fabrics, the prints that you see, it's all done by hand. So someone will be carving the, the blocks of wood into the, the design that they want on the top of the fabric. And then those blocks are then used to stamp the natural dyes onto the top of the fabrics. And it's a very labor intensive process um, for one material, one design. Wow. It can take three to five days because there's a lot of not just the, the stamping that's involved, but with the drying and the washing and there's like sawdust applied with uh, gum arabic on top. And you can have up to seven layers of different print or stamping on top. So it's it's quite a lot. It's a it's like wearing a piece of art when you're walking around wearing something like this. <laughs> you are so deeply uh, knowledgeable about this process. I Thank believe you. <laughs> you traveled, as you mentioned, to Jaipur. Yes, yes. Tell us about your adventure in yeah. September. How was it and how does it? Um, so in September of this year, I decided it was high time I went uh, to Jaipur itself. Um, because I'd been sourcing from other parts of India, um, but I really wanted to go to the core of where this is done. And I attended a few workshops, did the actual handball printing myself, which wow. took me forever. Fantastic. Because <laughs> getting the alignment is something that takes a lot of practice. You know, you have of people course. who are like fifth to seventh generation who are doing this in, in literal minutes. Um, yeah, but the, the trip was very helpful, not only to learn about the entire process, but I also went because I wanted to find suppliers who were in line with mine and Bagicho's core values, which is um, focusing on sustainability, you know, oh. organic cotton. Nowadays it's trendy, yeah. Right, and just... Quality uh, over quantity, what I Exactly, say. yes. Can I ask you why, like for example, some people just produce nowadays maybe commercially interest clothing and they're yeah. happy to sell it and like produce more. Yes. But you mostly uh, put, pay accent on these values of your brand. I like yeah. it because you're not mentioned like, <laughs> oh, I want to, you know, yeah. to produce and to sell first. But uh, like, how do you choose incomes with this? So, like slow fashion or being a more conscious consumer has been, it, it's been a journey for myself as well. I've not always been like this. Um, I have, as I've grown, like, you know, learning and reading more and just wanting to make purchases that are smarter, not just, you know, for my pocket, but also for the environment and the impact it has on the, the people that are involved in making the actual product. So with Bagicho, what we kind of focus is on is even if you come to the store, you'll see there are a limited number of a certain design. Yeah, so I notice. In, um, in that, we, we kind of try to see if what the, how to say, kind of feedback has been on each type of design. And then based on that, we will make more. Okay. And we also don't 
overproduced with the same kind of fabric. So you may not necessarily find a remake of the same design in the same color. Oh, wow. Yeah, because I want to make something that's unique as well. You walk outside, um, it's it's there's potential to find one or two more people. Maybe you run into them, but otherwise it's, no, but it's really, really one of a kind that you would be wearing. It's very delicate and uh, what's your attitude, I mean, to the customers, it's very important how you take care about them, about their image and they cannot, let's say, cross with replica, like it's not easy because I think it's not easy to make it <laughs> special, what you said about this hand block printing, it's very unique um, process. Can you tell about this new collection uh, when I visited your pop-up event recently, it was called, it's called Suraj, what does it mean? So Suraj means sun. Uh, in Gujarati. We're trying to stay on theme with the uh, Gujarati kind of names. Um, so this is kind of in line because, you know, we're in the Southern Hemisphere. It's summertime for us here and we wanted it to also be in line with Bagicho, which is garden. So a lot of the new, new clothes that I've designed, they have names of flowers or animals or trees. Um, and the idea was to make them to be comfortable for the summer months. Um, so you won't find too many long sleeve clothes or like very, you know, long uh, hemlines or whatnot. But at the same time, it's very light because I have exactly. one of your items and as a dress, it's very good when it's hot weather, but you don't feel like, you know, it's not sticking on you. It's still like naturally breathing. I mean, you feel it like easy to wear. It's very important in this in this weather, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I basically make clothes that I would like to wear, <laughs> yeah. having grown up here, and then crossing my fingers that other people feel the same way. <laughs> yeah, of course, yes. people are always like want to have something easy and better, good quality. Tell us, uh, as I uh, know, it's coming um, upcoming Swahili Fashion Week, and you're going to present it? Yes. Uh, well, first of all, I'd like to say thank you, because you have been you have played somewhat of a role of a mentor to me in this industry. <laughs> oh, I'm it's so me, new Ingrid to Kim. Me. Yes, yes. <laughs> Find me in rifale.com. Uh, yes. My, my podcast, professional <laughs> spot. <laughs> yeah. So I'd like to say thank you for encouraging me to pursue these events. Um, uh, so yes, I applied and have been accepted to showcase at Swahili Fashion Week, which is from December 1st to the 3rd. We invite everyone, yeah, who are yes, just interested, please, they come please. to your show, yeah? Yes. Like just possible to. It is. And we'll be posting more uh, about our dates and things like that on our social media. What is your Instagram? You yes, just so see. it is bagicho underscore tz. Okay. People can just uh, message you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Ask you invitation. Yeah. If you will have it, just uh, spread because guys from podcast can come and we invite yeah. them because I think it will be some very uh, good life to see this show, to see this new, new collection. And it's very nice uh, event because Sahir Fashion Week every year launching the new concept, logo, you know, I like it, this style, it's yeah. more go to green. Yes, <laughs> which is perfect. <laughs> yeah, it's very <laughs> apt. <laughs> It's very similar to your vision. And before, I remember also you were invited to participate in also first show and Zanzibar Fashion Week. Can yes. you say your feedback? Like, how was it? It was like Island? wonderful. Um, uh -huh. It was the first, I think, um, you know, first fashion show in Zanzibar, obviously. Um, and what a learning experience it was because there's so many models involved and they asked me if I wanted to open the show, which was very nice because 
as a first timer for something like that. Yeah. You know, it was really lovely. Yeah. And uh, how did you find this? Um, my question, like, as a, you see ours collections and designers, maybe in general, yes. do they differ from this mainland uh, fashion or? Yeah, kind of because it? I think they, there's a lot of people, you know, it's a different kind of um, clientele in Zanzibar as well. Um, and I think that a lot, of, a lot of the other designers were catering to that clientele. So it's, there's so much potential even just outside of Dar es Salaam. Um, so it's like important to, uh, let's say, be active in this designer yes, too. absolutely. Like doing because this. You, you don't want to limit yourself to just one place. You want to see what else is available. And there's a lot of potential to learn from your clients as well, what they like, what they kind of, you have can to be you open like to their feedback as just, well. Just uh, without disclosing names, maybe some sure. just story or example, because it's very interesting how, what did you learn from Zappa from some client, like if it comes? Yes, um, so one of the main things um, I've, which I've taken into account for this new collection was that people tend to prefer um, darker colors uh, and they prefer blues, greens, reds and I think because it contrasts well with their skin tone um, as opposed to washing them out. Um, the other thing was that there were clients who requested for sleeves and not so many uh, backless dresses which I had a lot more of in the previous collection because they want to feel comfortable but sexy at the same time you know you can I think it's about finding that balance um, and so there's a there's a middle ground and I think I've just about managed to find it without losing my self-expression okay. as well wow wonderful because it's very important so kind of like you are also give me insight today like it's also possible for designer to learn from Yes, your clientele yes. like it's like interaction exactly. not just like <laughs> giving yes, them lines and it's, it's, trends you don't want to lose your creative uh, expression in in what you're doing but at the same time you can't, you're not just creating for yourself the idea is to make something that people are comfortable wearing and enjoy wearing not feeling uncomfortable if something isn't sitting right or you know so. yeah and it's like very important like I believe in your family wearing your um mostly brand and like just preferring for your family members also <laughs> just to be yeah. also supportive to wearing your yeah yeah so my, my family is very liberal and open-minded so I, yeah very lucky in that sense but it's all it at the end of the day it's a business and you rely on your customers no but um, uh, so. just share with us like frankly how uh, nowadays like when we see where you are so much engaged like many shows like Arusha or you're going to Z Zanzibar or uh, it's Fashion Week how we saying nowadays when we come back to my background oh they're so supportive and very <laughs> yeah, proud <laughs> yes um I think because um, previously, like my last job was uh, in export, but that was my family business. And um, for me to be doing something that I love and feel passionate about and to be working hard, um, I think they, they, they're happy. Me. Yeah, so we yeah. kind of want to explain uh, people like if you have it, your dream and your passion, yes. so you cannot like keep it like only because, for example, you decided to study something and you means you have to continue. You always can change something in your life. Like yes. if you just feel it's like not yours, yes. what you study, you can just drop it and 
started what you love to do in family means like us who can be supportive if Absolutely. you like feel it yes. and it's possible yeah. because your example shows it's like even more possible when uh, like it's going to success and because you love what you're doing and you are growing yeah, in the brand can you tell about your next plan like because uh, you are going to expand yes so the idea is then to not limit ourselves to only having the clothes that I've designed. Um, I want to give customers the option to customize or have customized orders come in or just buy fabrics and then we can have our ta like in-house tailors produce something for them. Um, we also want to slowly move into homeware uh, products and accessories like bed covers, linens, curtains, pillow covers, everything within that realm. Um, and then also to have online presence uh, because we've had, uh, as the community on our Instagram page is growing slowly, but you know, not organically. Um, and about like online shop, yeah, yes. as you mentioned. Like, yes, it's so for them, we want to now, as we're getting more exposure and having people ask us if I can deliver to them or how they can see the catalogs, it's now becoming evident that we need to have an online presence as well in with a website so that people can order their sizes whatever they'd like and then yeah have it uh, delivered the point is like it's really important nowadays digitally to be presented yes. in this market because exactly. people are like required like we would like to know this uh, to see this book like yeah the yes. brand book and the website it's helping like you know people nowadays like to click i want this skirt i want yes, this blouse yes. like <laughs> It's, it's I want this not everyone wants so to come into the store. You want to shop from the comfort of your home sometimes. And it's really yeah. important to provide that yeah. option to people as well. And it's like, it's it's really like it's for designer nowadays, a kind of, I mean, a task because it's like where people want it. They just yes. want to have it yes. in the way when they are interacting with you. Yeah. And so on, like we are just mentioned about your beautiful space i visited for yoga class uh, once and i was excited because i really found myself very uh, i mean uh, calm there and very nice uh, feeling so what more happening because people just uh, maybe understand it's a uh, boutique but what else including space yeah. so we have a, a balcony space um and it's super peaceful it's it's above the cafe but you really can't hear anything else except the the wind and the breeze rather and the trees um and we've hosted a few yoga sessions which as you mentioned you've been to um we've also had moon circles that are hosted by uh other friends um sound baths and we've even done a sip and paint event how people can know about these events it's why i'm just like yes. to so, from January, we'll be listing a schedule of events on our Instagram page. So if people want to sign up, they can do that. But for now, we will advertise basically the individuals who are hosting these because we don't have a consistent schedule at the moment with them. So it's dependent on the interest shown within their WhatsApp groups and what, what they have set up. Okay, and it's really interesting because it's so many activities. Plus, you do your pop-up <laughs> events right. like for fashion brand, yeah, because it's very important. And uh, like maybe you're planning to, I mean, uh, expand to open your uh, boutique in other places, Arusha or Zanzibar in future. Um, I mean, that is that's the hope, that's the plan. <laughs> <laughs> but it's been seven and a half months, and I think once we hit the one-year mark, is when I'll know, like, yes, okay, we are ready to move 
forward and but but like uh, just to uh conclude like about discussion because we discuss fashion like how do you find this african fashion in the world mm, space like how do you see nowadays what is like highlights i think there is so much creativity and passion uh, a lot of passionate creatives in this field and even if you see like for example you go to the swahili fashion week instagram page you know the lineup for the designers yeah, that are exactly. showcasing the Obviously. variety is amazing there's something for everyone there's there's modest wear there's more luxurious wear you'll find something in between like it's we may be new fairly new in the game when you compare it to maybe you know like paris or milan or london or what you know places like that but i think it's just exciting things to look forward to yeah well i will be waiting because it will happen you said in the beginning of uh december yes <laughs> i will be waiting my invitation <laughs> yes, i'm not shy to ask like, our people please come <laughs> and other people maybe can find you uh, if i would like to visit your shop above uh, woodbury cafe helisalasi masaki dar salam instagram bagicho underscore tz And in my studio was today Sonam Kamalia, the founder and creative director, fashion designer of brand Bagichu Boutique. Nice to see you again. Thank you so much, Ingrid. <laughs> and all our podcasts you can listen in rifali.com, uh, Rifali app in uh, Android platform and Apple. So you should download it too to listen. Definitely. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I promise me you will do it. I swear I will do it. <laughs> I'm working, on, I'm working on conversations so please guys also, so, yes. subscribe and download Rifari yes thank you so much thank Santa you. Sana